Welcome, everybody. We are back to What the Frack. What the Frack. Hey, Gino, how you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you, Steve? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. We uh, we have some more illustrious guests in the uh, illustrious this morning. Mm-hmm. Joining us this morning is Cheryl Blake, who is our director of HR here at BNL Pipeco. Welcome, Cheryl. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning. And we also have our 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 common. Uh, guest host, I guess, or Carmen, or Carmen, or, or Carmen. <laughs> We're gonna edit I'm that out. New names every single time. <laughs> we also have uh, Kayla with us again. Hi, Kayla. Hi, how are y'all? Doing good. What I, would be? Would that be a reoccurring role? She's yeah. She's uh, like, is she the Ed McMahon or or more the? <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd be like a guest. It's on like ever. Ah. Not Ed. Ed was on every episode. She's maybe like the Doc Severinsen. See, I'm the I'm Ed McMahon. You're Johnny Carson. Yeah, everybody's like, what? Who the heck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So all I do is sit here and go. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's about right. Oh, uh, all right. Well, today we are. Uh, we've kind of got an interesting topic that we want to approach. Um, not really sure where all this is going to go. But we want to talk about communication today, and it's not just. Uh, communication in the workplace, but also communication as a whole, uh, we kind of, I think there's, it's interesting in this day and age, uh, Gene, is that there are a thousand ways to communicate with people nowadays, whether it's uh, social media or um, your mobile phones, uh, of course, um, you know, it's, it's, you're Skyping people across the world. Instagram, text. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to communicate with people, yet it seems like it's getting more and more difficult to communicate with people. I mean, I back, you know, back in the day you had your landline and you had your car. <laughs> so if you, that's right. Yeah. That's how you and, communicate with and people. And in the workplace, maybe a pager. Yeah. 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 So fax you, machines. Yep. Mm-hmm. Call, oh, there you go. Yeah. You can always fax people. That's good. Yeah. The fax machine. The fax machine. I remember machine. when we got our first fax at ICO in Corpus Christi, Texas. Well, oh. that was probably 1982. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Wow. And the paper was all rolled up. It was on a roll. Yeah, the, uh, the thermal paper. If you yeah, didn't right. read it within a week, it disappeared. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the invisible ink. But no, it's it's interesting. Um, like I said, it's there's all kinds of ways to communicate with people, but it's becoming more and more difficult to communicate with people because it seems like we there's like the things that matter to us most in our personal lives. Most of those subjects are things you can't talk about. Um, whether that be, you know, politics, whether that be um, uh, uh, po- po- politics, religion, uh, race, uh, all those kinds of things uh, that make us who we are. We it's difficult to communicate with other people about those topics. And I was kind of using an example. We use an old example. And <clears throat> some of you might know this, but uh, there was a comedian. His name was George Carlin. And one of the best, one of the best. So back in the seventies, he had a little deal he did, which was the seven words you cannot talk about. And it was a pretty groundbreaking routine because he talked about these words that you just wouldn't talk about. And I won't mention them, but please look them up. <laughs> Google it. They Google. are pretty bad words, but it was, it was kind of groundbreaking. It was kind of, wow, I cannot believe he's talking about these things. And it was very shocking. And now it's instead of the seven words, we have the, like these five topics that you just can't talk about 
among with other people because they're just too controversial. Uh, those seven words, by the way, are half of them are being said on just regular TV now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay to say the seven words, but like these five topics or four or five topics you can't talk about. And it's, uh, and it, of course, it has a very big impact. And that's why I want Cheryl here is big impact on the workplace. But also just as human beings, I think it kind of makes us a little bit more alienated from each other. So, I mean, Cheryl, obviously, in the workplace, these these topics are very difficult mm-hmm. to approach, um, though they are kind of what. So from, you're in charge of human resources here at uh, BNL Pipeco and the HR director. And again, these are the things that make people who they are, but you can't talk about them. Right. And, uh, you know, as difficult as that seems, it's it's just it. You know, these types of topics are really tend to be very aligned to people's belief systems. And when we bring up these topics, you know, it, it, you know, it, it could bring up divide, it could be divisive. It could cause unnecessary awkwardness, awkwardness in the workplace. Um, Worst case scenario is, you know, we could end up with some kind of uh, lawsuit, Mm -hmm. you know, for discrimination because, you know, someone may have said something that's insensitive to, you know, to race or religion or um, um, so, well, and again, I think, Kayla, you were mentioning we're doing some leadership um, training, um, leadership development here at the company. And you were talking about the core. One of the questions was asked was core values. Right. And, you know, we went through our core values and the discussion that was brought up is that these values are what make you who you are. And that's what you bring these values to the workplace because you want to bring the person you are at home and at the workplace and you want to combine it. But at the same time, it's it's controversial. You're a little nervous to talk about it. And it's why can't we just have an open communication between everybody? Yeah. Because I mean, you're worried that if you say, well, these are my core values that you're going to offend somebody. I mean, Mm -hmm. if one of your core values is your faith, well, keep that to yourself. Don't, don't talk about that. That's, that's because you're going to offend somebody and we become so sensitized, 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 sensitized. Yes. I think that's the right word. Yeah, Cody, you're going to have to work Cody's on some editing on that one. <laughs> Sensitization. What is that word, Cody? <laughs> sensitive. Sensitivity. We become so sensitive that we can't even have discussions about these things because you're you're going to be uh, offending somebody. And I kind I kind of feel like part of that is because we have all these modes of communication. It's in a weird kind of way they've kind of separated us as a people um, because. You know, you, Cheryl, you and I were talking is if you're if we're having a conversation, maybe we don't agree in the same politics. You and I can sit in front of each other and have a, a, a conversation about politics. And generally speaking, most most reasonable people aren't going to start you know beating each other up over it. Um, and because, again, we're reasonable human beings and, and not to say that we're, uh, we would convince each other one way or the other, but at least we can probably have that conversation, maybe understand each other better. But when it comes to all these modes of, of com- communication, they're more electronic. All of a sudden, everybody's, you know, everybody's a, a big bully and or maybe not a bully, but it's they, easy to hide behind email and yeah. text and, and be a bully yeah. or face to face. You might have a, you know, easier conversation mm-hmm. about your views, my views, and, and maybe come to a compromise where email, you can just pound on the table and act like a yeah, I mean, big yes. shot. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind that a big piece of communication is, is body language. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you are Good having point. face-to-face verbal communication, it's, it's, it's not only what's being said, it's, it's how people are, you know, you know, they're, how they're behaving. And, um, 
you lose that yeah. when you're using a, an, any form of electronic Things are taken out of context. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, in, in, the, in this whole politically correct environment that we live in, I, I just think it's, I, to a certain extent, I think it's it can be quite damaging from the standpoint of because we here's an example so we every day we show up to work and we see each other every day Mm -hmm. we spend probably more time with each other than we do our families because we're here you know nine or ten hours a day and but at the same time you know if if i go home to uh michelle or my kids i can have conversations about all these things but i can't have them with the people that i spend the most time with at work and and i think that's to a certain extent that that makes us um feel more alienated to one another which is not a good thing i i think i mean i think and so how do you get to the point where you can have these conversations um about you know race or religion or politics or money or but you know how do, how do you have those kinds of conversations uh without offending somebody because everybody so gets so offended about things nowadays well one thought that came to mind is you know with our you know with our families we are you know these are people we choose to be with and you know with coworkers, these are not people we would necessarily select to be in our lives that's a and really good point the you know and the and the bottom line is if you feel safe, it, or if you know a person well enough, um, yeah, I, I think in general a lot of topics are no go in the workplace. Mm-hmm. It's just it just keeps it easy, keeps it clean. But if you do, like we all have people in the workplace that maybe we feel we have maybe a, a, a closer working relationship with than others, and mm-hmm. therefore you might feel safe bringing up certain topics, um, you know, with that individual because you are aware that maybe their beliefs align with yours um, or. Or that you just your values or, or, the, yeah. or their mm-hmm. values or do you just feel as though it's it's going to be a safe place, you know, to, to bring up certain cer- certain subjects, um, you know, but again, it's just it's very difficult in a group environment just to be able to kind of blurt out things that maybe, you know, someone might take offense to. And, and so especially when we're trying to maintain, you know, some kind of harmony and balance in the workplace. Yeah. And I think that create that harmony and balance is I think it's important, but mm-hmm. it's becoming more, more difficult. And again, I, from my standpoint, I, I deal with everybody in the company and I got a, you know, I, I, there's probably a lot of people that don't really feel like they, they know me very well. Cause I'm not going to share. I, I'm just from a standpoint of what you're talking about. I'm not going to share a whole lot of what my true beliefs are or my thoughts or, you know, my value system is, as as much, because there's going to be somebody that's going to be offended by it, mm-hmm. I, you know. And so how do you and, – and again, I just – from the – so that's – on the workplace, that's obviously um, a difficult situation. But even in our daily lives, I mean, right. you know, you got to if – you, if you go down – if you go to the movies or something and before the movie starts, you sit down next to a stranger, you start talking to them, you're not going to say, yeah, talk about these issues with them either. I mean, because no. again, you just – so you're so worried about – offending somebody. So it's very difficult to connect with people, I think, nowadays. And and a story I I heard recently from a friend of mine who just went to the dog park and someone sat down next to her at the dog park and just started, you know, explaining, you know, their their beliefs about politics and so forth, which were not Mm -hmm. she did not share. And it was so awkward. And, And she was telling me how hard it was to get out of that conversation gracious, graciously and just to kind of, you know, and, and not even to offend a complete stranger. You know, she was just so concerned about offending a complete stranger. But she was so worried about she, but she was concerned about how to, how to not offend the stranger, but also to get out of the situation, yeah. which 
quite frankly, I think is because it was uncomfortable. Because for her. it's uncomfortable, but again, it's probably good for us at getting those kinds of com- those situations where we we start to understand people a little bit better. I mean, if we could have those conversations, I think we would understand people better. Yeah, it makes us a little bit uncomfortable. See, I I, I think just looking at the flip side of this coin, um, young people are probably listening to us to this deal and going these these you know. It, not you, Kayla, <laughs> but you're, you're I'm judging. Y'all. Am I not young? The millennials are going, you know what? This is crazy. We communicate. We've got all these ways to communicate. Yeah. And they're used to just putting it out there on social media. So that girl that sat down next to your friend mm-hmm. is used to just firing stuff off to a bunch of people on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. So it's not that big a deal mm-hmm. if they're if they're used to, yeah. if they've grown up that way. Right. But that's and I think that's kind of my concern is they yes. grow up that way. And again, it's it's this whole issue of we're we're being we're being, I guess, uh, built to not be human beings anymore, because I mean, human beings, we, we have to interact with people. I mean, it's uh, I guess we don't have to. We can go sit in our house and and be on Facebook and Instagram and have our groceries delivered and get on Amazon and do all that kind of stuff. And not. But again, is that a healthy situation that uh, you know with your friend i love that example i mean with your friend uh, i think it's healthy to feel a little bit uncomfortable but again it's the other thing is are we willing to listen to other people's opinions so your friend was uncomfortable with that she probably didn't hear a word much of what that person was saying you know and, and again like we were talking about is you know, if we have different political beliefs we're probably not going to convince each other but That's it's right. good to know where you're coming from i mean I, I admit there's there's I have discussions not with other people on politics sometimes and I don't I don't understand where they're coming from but I just, but it's it's imperative that I at least listen to them and we're getting to the point where we don't even do that. Yeah, you just pound your views on yeah whatever media yeah, I, yeah. I and there's no room to argue and right discuss. And people go about it. I think some people go about it the wrong way in that they more attack and they believe their beliefs and are not open to viewing. Okay. Well, why do you believe this? And what's your theory behind this? And they may disagree still, but at least be open to hearing about it. And if you do talk about it, don't go and attack people about it. Just be open as a discussion. Yeah. And this all kind of boils down to, you know, kind of rules of engagement and being courteous and kind uh, to each other, you know, despite those differences. Yeah. Yeah. It's our values. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to win an argument. And at the end of the day, winning the argument is not necessarily the right thing to do. I mean, listening to others and understanding others is is what's showing compassion and empathy. And And again, if we can't. And so bringing this full circle is if understanding and listening to each other is important, how are we ever going to do that? If there's like these topics that are really make us who we are that we can't even discuss because people are just it's they're, they're just too their issues are just too divisive how do you get to that get beyond that i think i mean i think to a large extent what you see in in the media what you see from our politicians all these things it's everybody's just so sensitive mm-hmm. uh, and you say the littlest thing and i mean it can r- ruin your career it can ruin your family i mean it's 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 crazy about how sensitive we become in this politically correct culture that we can't even have these discussions about the, our value systems. Mm-hmm. I get really nervous when you get in a room, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> 
here comes the HR director. Oh, no. no. I have that effect. Um, You know, but something that occurred to me as we were talking is, you know, maybe this is a generational issue. I mean, you know, I before having this conversation, I did do a little bit of research and, you know, and, you know, the recommendations today right now are still, you know, we these should be kind of you know, no go or off limit Mm -hmm. topics, you know, in the work, especially in the workplace, you know, how people want to handle their personal, you know, their personal lives is, you know, it's up to them. But, um, you know, but, but because we do have this generation Z coming up and we're, you know, they've had social media from a very young age and, and different ways to communicate and engage, you know, maybe this, you know, these rules will change. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 I think that's the thing that, as an older guy, uh, just going, what the, what is I'm this I'm right giving? behind you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And I'm ahead of you. How different is it now than it was in the 70s or 80s? I, th- I think that, is the conversation different? Is it, could you talk about politics and religion freely at work? I think, I think you could, but that's a, that's a good point. On the flip side of that, and here's to, to the, the counter argument to what we're all talking about, is that, you know, part and, of it. And is, the question was, well, how it was it? It was different, different in the 70s and I 80s. I think it was different in the 70s and 80s. But also, I think in the bad, the bad part about the 70s and 80s is I don't think as many people had a voice. I mean, I, I think there, it was, That's true. there, you know, it, people, it, it wasn't as, a, we were in a society that was as accepting um, of all, uh, you know, groups, all creeds, all races, all, all, um, you know, sexual orientations, all that kind of stuff. So we weren't as accepting of all that stuff back then. So not a lot of people had a voice. So now everybody's got a voice, but we're afraid to use that voice to actually communicate with people. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, again, we're not trying to solve any world problems here, but, but I think from the standpoint of, uh, uh, you know, as, as, a, a, an employee of BNL Pipeco Services and someone that has to uh, deal with a lot of different people, it it, it kind of makes me feel a little bit. I, I feel that alienation, um, which I don't like. I mean, I'm I, I like to feel more connected to people, and and in the workplace, I think that's that's a place where it starts. But even outside of the workplace, I still feel that you know it's we're becoming more. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we, we, we're not, we're not reaching out to the world. We're becoming more centrally focused about our own lives. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I said, I, it's, I think I it's an interesting topic. I, I, like I said, we're not here to solve any problems. Just maybe get, get some people thinking about some things. Uh, I wish we could be less, um, PC mm-hmm. in this. I wish we could have these discussions and not have everybody get offended. But boy, I tell you, I, I worry about it all the time as saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Right. And if someone takes it the wrong way and then all of a sudden I've you know hurt somebody's feelings or I've offended somebody or worse, I've you know affected things about my life because of the ramifications of saying those things. And, and Cheryl, right. in, in your experience, like coming from a, a large corporation like you were before you came to work here, have you seen a difference um, HR wise in these type of issues or – you know, what, what's your experience like? Honestly, no. And, uh, you know, and I say that because I feel like, you know, the rules apply no mm-hmm. matter, no matter where you work. Um, and I know as, as companies get smaller and maybe you're dealing with family businesses, you know, certainly, you know, the rules of engagement completely change. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like, you know, where we, you know, from our purview at BNL Pipeco, 
um, being part of uh, a very large company, I think we still have, you know, we, we have values. I mean, yeah. we, we have values that, that we honor and, and, and so that we, that we stand by. And so I don't see a huge difference. Well, all right. Well, again, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, it's uh, like I said, we're not here to solve the world's problems, but hopefully we've given you all some things to think about. Uh, we certainly have been thinking about it. And and Cheryl, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for morning. being invited. And, uh, and Kayla, thanks for being there for us again. Um, no problem. And Gino. Uh, our million and two listeners now. Yep. I'm sure we'll get some comments two. on that. We're trying to get to million three. Prove mm-hmm. us wrong. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us on What the Frack. <laughs> <laughs>